Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. And uh, I gotta say, next week, uh, neither one of us are going to be here, but earlier uh, in July, I did the uh, Joe Morgan Golf Tournament. Nice. And so we're going to nice. air that show, and it was a lot of fun. You yeah. know, Tony Larusa and Joe Morgan. Oh, that's great Blue stuff. And yeah. Jeff Barnes and great stories. Oh, it, it yeah, was a yeah. lot of fun. And yeah. Uh, and while I play golf, I had my uh, fill-in co-host from my business show. Uh, they they got to interview the Raiderettes, those rascals. Oh god! Oh, and Jeez. I missed it. I already oh, have well. the links. Yeah, nothing uh, nothing too earth shattering, you know. No, <laughs> just just a fun time. Yeah, uh, uh, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so in the next segment, when we come back, there's a lot of topics to cover. One, yeah. the Urban Meyer thing. Uh, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson are going to play at Thanksgiving. There's going to be a one-on-one there. Uh, want to also talk a little bit about Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Clubhouse Culture, uh, Brandon Kinsler with the uh, Nationals who got shipped out. Yeah. And then um, did a decision by a rising Australian uh, basketball player turning down the NBA. Yeah, that's an interesting it, story. Yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. About all that kind of a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, not all good, but it's interesting. It's uh, topical. And, uh, you know, th- this is the time of year, Edward, where we start to get into football. Baseball is just hitting the, the dog days, but the stretch drive is not far away. And believe it or not, the NBA and NHL will start in about two months. Well, a little more than two months. Training camps will start less than two months. Did, did, didn't the Warriors just win it like yesterday? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, how about hockey? Hockey opens its season, I think, on October 4th. Is Something it that like soon? that? Yeah, yeah. Hockey starts a little bit sooner than basketball, ends a little bit sooner. I love the NHL. I know a lot of our listeners probably, unless they live up in the Northeast or Northern Midwest, are not big NHL f- followers. But um, if, if the Capitals, right? They won. They yeah, did indeed. Their... Yeah, that was that was their first ever championship, and uh, you know that was quite a. I I, I don't know about you, but uh, soccer. And hockey, if I could cover those sports on a regular basis, I'd have no problem. Really? As much okay. as I love the NBA and and uh, Major League Baseball and the NFL and college football and all the rest, uh, you know those. And it's funny because I never played hockey, I never played soccer, but I just became a convert to those sports well, as I, a kid. I definitely got into the World Cup a little. Oh, bit this it was time terrific because, yeah. this year! Well, which was neat. The uh, okay, so the Astros win it for the first time the in, in baseball. Yeah, baseball. yeah the that's Capitals right. Win it for, for hockey. For the, yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, and all the right. Warriors again in basketball. Oh, but you know who would have thought? seven, eight years ago that the Warriors were going to be three-time champions in four years. They were one of the worst teams in basketball. I don't think anybody. No, no. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back. 
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right. A monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Your car's engine deals with pressures that can cause intense friction that can waste up to 10% of engine performance. Power up with Castrol Edge with fluid titanium technology. It's three times stronger than leading oils against viscosity breakdown. Buy five quarts of Castrol Edge and a Purolator Boss Filter for $32.99 at Advance or participating CarQuest Auto Parts stores. Three times stronger based on Kurt Orban test. 5W30 is great. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-535-7789. 800-535-7789. That's 800-535-7789. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, so let's start off with the Urban Meyer situation. Why don't you give the, the fans who maybe are just joining... Well, they uh, should know about <laughs> this. Tell, tell them what's going on. Uh, you know, Urban Meyer, of course, is the uh, the great legendary coach at Ohio State. Record of seventy three and eight, national title in twenty fourteen, two Big Ten uh, conference championships. Uh, he has been put on uh, paid administrative leave, which is a nice way of saying he's been suspended because of a an assistant on his staff, which who was only fired last week, uh, as we speak, a fellow by the name of Zach Smith who had apparently had a history of um, abusing uh, domestic violence against his wife. His wife actually uh, has separated from him, has been separated from him for a couple of years. And um, the, the story gets really interesting because this young guy, Zach Smith, is the grandson of Earl Bruce. Now, those who follow 
college football might remember Earl Bruce was a great coach also at Ohio State, was one of Urban Meyer's mentors. And Urban Meyer had Zach Smith, Earl Bruce's grandson, the, the young man who was Zach Smith, who was fired from the team for the domestic violence incident. He had Zach Smith on his uh, staff as a graduate assistant in, uh, when, the, when the two were together down at Florida back in 2009. And at that time, Zach Smith had been accused of aggravated battery on his then-pregnant wife. So in addition to this, um, the, the wife of Zach Smith, uh, Courtney Smith, had been close to uh, Urban Meyer's wife, Shelley, who works also for the University of Ohio State. She works in the uh, nursing department. And um, she had been in touch with her. She had texted her. She had, you know, they had talked quite a bit. And Urban Meyer had to know what was going on. And only last week did he fire Zach Smith. So um, a fella, uh, a very fine reporter named Brett McMurphy, uh, uncovered this whole story. And it's kind of interesting because Brett McMurphy is one of the best reporters on ESPN, and they fired him in a, in a cutback. And yet, and two weeks later, he breaks this huge story. So he may be back in the good graces of ESPN. But anyway, um, so Urban Meyer is on has been suspended. And to be honest with you, I'd, I'd be very surprised if he survives this because uh, his wife could be in violation of the Title IX policy on reporting allegations of domestic violence against university employees. Um, well, and Urban Meyer had to know what was going okay, on. Okay, so that, that's my question. Yeah. Is Zach Smith's wife, does she work for the No, 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 no. Uh, Shelly Smith, uh, I'm sorry, Shelly uh, Meyer. Shelly Meyer. Shelly Meyer is the wife of Urban Meyer. She works for the university, okay. and she's a confidant or a friend of Courtney Smith, okay. the wife who was being so, abused. So, so, so here, here's my question, and, and uh, I mean, I, I understood yeah. when you said it's Urban a complicated story. Okay, but, basically, but, three out of four of these people work for the university. Yes. Okay, that's so, right. Well, did work. I mean, Zach work, Smith yeah. is no longer <laughs> yeah. working for them. Okay, so here's my question, and again, uh, obviously, I, I don't condone any kind yeah. of violence or anything like that. But here's my question: There's this this issue of Title Nine, and um, uh, you know, this the harassment and stuff like that, right? Uh, the thing is, Courtney doesn't work for the university. No, she doesn't. It, it'd be uh, Title IX. Basically, doesn't that have to do with employees? Like, like if well, if, if, if if let's say Urban Meyer is abusing his wife, and right. they both work for the university, yeah. I could see that being a t- Title I, IX. I issue. can't get into the legalities of this thing. All I can say is I'm repeating a lot of what I've been hearing, yeah. and what I've been hearing is that Urban Meyer had to know about this situation. I mean, the fact that he had put. Zach Smith on paid administrative leave back in 2009 when he was accused, uh, actually was arrested by the police. The charges were dropped because his wife refused to go through with him because she was pregnant at the time. So he had to know what was going on. And he claims that, oh, yeah, he'd been getting counseling. And he still kept him on the staff. And the reason he kept him on the staff is because this young man, Zach Smith, was a kind of like a son to him, as Urban Meyer had been a son to Earl Bruce, in yeah. a sense, who is Zach Smith's grandfather. So it's a it's a rather complicated okay. story. So, so with the domestic violence on record, right. uh, or was it on record back in 2009? It was on record back so in then, 2009. But uh, Urban let, Meyer... Let, let me just stop you yeah, here a second, because yeah. I'm, okay. I'm not a legal expert on this thing. Okay. All I can I know, tell... I we're just yeah, yeah. We're no, just no, no, but I'm just saying, forth, I'm just saying it, it, it astonishes me that... Um, Urban Meyer, who knew about this, waited until last week at the Big Ten Media Day to announce that Zach Smith had been fired when this was going on. And apparently, um, Courtney Smith had been showing uh, Shelley Smith and this reporter uh, who got under the story recently 
all the texts that she had been writing to um, to so, Shelley yeah. about this con- constant abuse. She had to file a, a, a an order to keep him away from her. They had been separated a couple of years, um, and she had pointed out to Shelley Smith, um, Urban's wife, that you know why would you have a young man on your staff who's abusing his wife? And he's dealing with young athletes, so mm-hmm. you know. So it, why didn't the why didn't the university fire? Why, why is it Urban Urban Meyer? Urban is Meyer a is a powerful character. You I have to, understand, but he's not he's he's not the guy who. Urban Meyer is probably the most highly paid person I I outside of the president of Ohio State. Yeah, you know, yeah, you have I to remember the, the hierarchy of of college football and some of the things that these guys are allowed to. I hate to say get away with, but there's sort of a wink and a nod. When you have a lot of power, you're able to skirt around the issues. Now, this is one where okay, he, so he if can't. I'm the, if I'm the president of the university right. or, or HR department or whatever, right? Right. I'm guessing Urban Meyer gets a W-2 like everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Okay, now he gets a very large one, all right? But if you're in, let's say, HR, um, they're the ones, or, or, or the president of the Edward, university. Again, I'm not somebody who knows all the legalities yeah. about this. All I'm saying is it's quite obvious from what we're getting, from all this information we're getting, that Urban Meyer knew that this young man was a problem, and he kept him on his staff, and then he fires him a week yeah. ago at PAC, uh, at oh, a big, oh. a big 12 or Big 10 Media Day and claims that he didn't know that this young man had had, uh, you know, was becoming or had been a big problem when in 2009, in fact, he had. Okay, so uh, that, had, that, yeah, I got a problem with that yeah. because, because because I do believe he's lying on that. Okay? Oh, he yeah, is. For, for sure. There's no question. I, I think I would I would kind of go. Okay, so that's one issue, is right? Specifically, the lying and the timing of firing him. Yeah. I guess what I'm kind of getting at is a a guy who is abusing his wife and the and. He, you know, the wife is not part of the university. I'm not sure how that all works into. Uh, I mean, it's, we want. I, I can't. I can't tell you. You see what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I can't tell you. All, all I can tell you is that yeah. if you have somebody on your staff who has been accused of domestic violence, even if the charges have been dropped, he's been in in rehab or yeah. been in uh, counseling six years ago. You keep him on, and then it turns out, you know, he's his wife has had a stay away order from him. And they've yeah. been separated for three years, and, and she continues to get threatening texts over and over and over. And she tells the wife of the coach what's going on. The wife of the coach who works for the university has to be um, telling her husband what's happening. So, you know, I think it's just an unfortunate situation where yeah. Urban Meyer was very loyal to this young, very promising, yeah. uh, very fine, as far as a coach, a receivers coach, Zach Smith, who was the grandson of Earl Bruce, who was oh, a I, mentor. Oh, I definitely hear that. I so guess, there you I, go. I guess where I'm wondering is, is, is there a blurry line as to what kind of issue goes on? I mean, obviously, if the guy yeah. the guy's a mass murderer, okay, boom. Yeah. The guy, you know, he's constantly well, this raping is one of, women. Yeah, through. this is one of the problems with domestic violence or rape or any of these allegations. A lot, a lot of the women don't want to come forward. And this woman, yeah. you know, did, what, in 2009, was that, nine years ago? And he was in, yeah. uh, this guy, Zach Smith, was in, um, in counseling with his wife nine years ago, and it didn't work because <clears throat> apparently... Up until 2015, you know, um, there was more incidents, and she finally, you know, broke off, broke it off with him. Can you imagine having kids with somebody oh, like that? No, no, I can't. I, and I guess, I guess I'm wondering. Okay, if I'm Urban Meyer, I go to him in 2000, let's say 10 or 11, mm-hmm. and I say, uh, "Here's the deal: because you're abusing your wife, I'm going to fire you." I mean, I guess that's what we're. What, what the, Again, the complications are yeah. that this young man is the grandson of Earl Bruce, who is like a mentor to him. Oh yeah, yeah. So no, there's there's a that, it's but, almost like a family yeah. relationship. You know, you're okay. you're talking about you know close ties. It, this is yeah. why the story gets complicated and, and complicating everything else. Maybe not complicating. 
uh, Brett McMurphy, the guy who broke this story, it's very close to his heart because his dad used to get drunk and beat up his mom. And, and the young rep- and this reporter who used to work for ESPN who uncovered this story said it used to drive him crazy as a boy. He couldn't sure. do anything about it. So he sees gotcha. it happening again. Wow. And okay. so naturally he gets on that story. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Can, I can hear that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we're going to cut to our <clears throat> commercial break with our first trivia question. Who holds the record for the most consecutive Wimbledon titles? For men or women? Either one. Oh, okay. All cool. Right. That, that's, All right. our, that's our trivia question. All right. All right. Yo, you think you know this one? All right. I'm not sure. Okay. I may. I may. All right. Don't touch that dial. Okay. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. And boy, did it get a little testy here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to say this. I feel badly for Ohio State in a way because their season opens on September 1st. That's less than a month away, and they're probably going to have to have their one of their top assistants take over for Urban Meyer. I can't see him surviving this. Well, again, if if uh... unless something extraordinary comes along, and, and it, from all accounts and all the reports we're getting, and it doesn't seem likely. So, are you telling me that Ohio State, as an institution, didn't know about that 2009? Well, maybe Ohio State didn't know about it, but Urban Meyer did. He had to know about it, and he was he was probably driving himself crazy because well, it's almost is... like having your son doing something terrible, but yeah. you can't tell the law about it. Uh, you know, interesting way to. Yeah, well, listen. That, I yeah. mean, again, like he's said, the grandson of Earl Bruce, this Zach Smith. Yeah. And you know, Urban Meyer looked at Zach Smith as a son, as his grandfather, Urban Meyer's uh, mentor, Earl Bruce, was but, to but, him. But don't you think that uh, the 2009 allegation somehow would have leaked to the press or something? Well, again, a lot, a lot of that stuff does and and did, but you know, the press gets so wrapped up in the day to day stuff. Things slip through the cracks all the time. You know, things that are going on today, we don't, a lot of things we don't even know what's going on in our country, and yet we think we do because everybody's got a, uh, a smartphone <laughs> where they're recording all the little, I you know. I read it the, on the internet. It must yeah, be Well, true. no, they're reading, they're, they're, they're publicizing all these little stupid barroom fights and brawls and, you know, arguments yeah. between people, these little petty, you know, kind of uh, faux uh, talk show, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Trash talk, tabloid show, nonsense. It's the reality TV. Series. Yeah, and it's okay. absurd. It's just it's it's candy. It's it's not even candy. It's junk food. There you go. Yeah, it's got no calories. No calories. Okay. Uh, <laughs> our trivia question was: Who yeah. holds the who holds the record for the most consecutive Wimbledon titles? I'm gonna for the most cons- I'm gonna say Martina Navratilova. Yes, yeah, very good. Yeah, she yeah. won a record nine times, including. Yeah. Six consecutive titles. One thing I really like about Martina is she's very much against these women today grunting and shrieking when they hit the ball. You know, Maria Sharapova oh, yeah. and Martina Hingis. Hing- well, she's out of the game. She's been out of the game yeah. for a while. But I mean, yeah, I mean, well, you never heard crazy. you never heard Martina or Billie Jean King or Chris yeah. Everett do that. No, you and, know? and I know watching them like I, it just. Drove me nuts. Well, it's stu- it's like they're posturing or becoming dramatic, like drama queens. It's not necessary. The men do a little grunting, and it's okay to grunt, but you know, yeah, yeah, like that every time they hit the ball. I mean, and is it, it to put the other to put your opponent off, or is it like the no. idea of to, to exert I, I think, your? I think it's you know you're releasing some tension or stress, but. Um, it just becomes a distraction. And maybe tennis is a little too hoity-toity sometimes, too. I mean, you know, whenever there's – it's so funny. If you go to a tennis match, whenever there's a disagreement, the fans don't boo. They kind of whistle. They do this little – like that. It's like, well, really? come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, believe me. <laughs> I grew up around this kind of thing. Golf and tennis, this genteel kind of yeah. – that's why I like going to football games because fans are – genuinely you know enthused and get crazy and sometimes get over the top but you know i just i'm not a big fan of watching uh tennis i love the game but i hate 
hanging out with the crowd because they're just too. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Let's all go play polo. Well, they're not that bad, but you know what I'm saying. They're just <laughs> yeah. uh, there's this this it's it's a little too polite for me. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about this that and this happens periodically where uh, let's say someone like Tiger Woods is hitting the ball and a fan will either click his camera or say something or whatever and. You know, you, you almost want to say you have a do-over. I mean, it's kind of unfair because, in theory, you know, you could really throw players off. Yeah, I don't get it, though, because, I mean, baseball players get hassled. Football players, you know, the thing is that maybe it's different in a team sport than an individual sport where, you, you know, precision and focus and concentration is so important. But they are in all sports. Yeah, but it's you know? I mean, golf is generally fairly quiet unless yeah. there's something going on. Yeah. Whereas baseball, I mean, there's lots of noise. Oh, and I understand that part of it. I do. But I just I still find it, you know, my dad was a, was a great golfer. He was the captain of his golf team at, at Harvard University. I mean, and he played up until he was 90. I used to play with him. He had a beautiful swing. He was a tall guy. He could drive the ball a country mile. I enjoyed playing with him. I could never live up to his standards of play but his whole thing about the you know he grew up in the country club and he his whole thing about you know oh this has to be i I just drove me crazy and so i never picked up golf i just i played it i've enjoyed it but it's never been a big sport of mine i'd rather go hiking or surfing or back in the day playing a lot of basketball and and softball and baseball and even some football just well, never, I, never into the golf and the tennis. I played a lot of, but you know, to even tennis, I've, I'm just not. You know, nine yeah. holes is enough for me. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, even with the cart and everything. Oh, it's great! It's, it's a, up. it's a great, it's a great sport. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Yeah. I love to watch it, and I even like to play it once in a while. But it's, it's not on the top five, ten list of top five or top ten list for me. No, I'd I, ra- I couldn't do it all the time. I'd, I would, I'd rather watch a team sport. I like to see yeah. all the different elements, you know, come to play. Well, me, me, you know, I used to bowl and so i actually looked forward to saturdays watching bowling on oh that's a very then that's an that's a real you know that's like golf that's like tennis very much so yeah and there used to be there was a guy named archery marshall holman i don't know if oh yeah okay yeah yeah. and there was a time when he was kind of hated by the fans and right because he was just a little too much of a uh you know kind of standoffish yeah kind of ego very egotistical yeah well you know some athletes are well and, and what would happen i remember one uh specific day as he's bowling, the, the, one of the fans was heckling him right as he was ready to throw. Mm. And it really, I mean, it really threw you off. And, and I remember him coming up, yeah, thank you, you know, if you kind of keep it quiet. And, and he, ha- I think someone probably had to take him aside and say, hey, listen, mm. you know what, your career is going to be over if people keep doing this to you because it is going to throw you off. So yeah. you have to kind of turn it around. And he somehow turned it around. Mm. I don't remember how he did it, but he sort of played to the crowd in such a way that he... He, I don't want to say he became a fan favorite, but suddenly people, it wasn't kosher to boo him anymore. Speaking of that, relating to what you're talking about, how about that Washington reliever who came in the game? This team is ahead 25-2, to two, I think, over the Mets, the worst loss in Mets history the other night. He comes in and gives up a bunch of runs. He was having a frustrating time. He was, he was rushing his pitches. Then somebody smacks a two-run double or a homer. He takes his glove and throws it down, and he gets sent back to the minors. And I guess the general manager, Frank Rizzo of, of the Washington Nationals, Said we can't have that kind of behavior on the mound. That's like you know a kid in the little league just going over the top. And um, well, wait a minute, what happens when they get back to the dugout and they, they knock over the Gatorade? Well, that's fine. It's out of it's out of public view. You know, I mean, it isn't really? complete. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah it, it is, isn't complete. It yeah. But when you're on the field of play, you're supposed to conduct yourself with at least a little bit of decorum. I mean, and I understand. You know, it's, it relates to what you're talking about with this this bowler. You know, you have to sometimes. 
um, you know, keep your feelings to yourself. Yeah. I just feel badly for Washington that they had to make this move. But this this guy's a grown man for crying. His team was had twenty five to two at the time. I guess he was frustrated because maybe he wasn't being used enough, or he'd given up a couple of runs. There are obviously extenuating circumstances, sure. well, and the Nationals. To be honest with you, Edward, the Nationals, I'm not impressed with. They fired Dusty Baker. They fired Matt Williams. Dave Martinez is a nice guy. He's a good manager. But I don't think he has the control of that clubhouse, and I think that's one of the reasons why the Nationals have been underachieving this year. Yeah. You, you I really know, it's do. Interesting. I was thinking about when you're talking about like oh, keeping it together. Uh, they always um, showed Joe DiMaggio uh, that one time when he kind of kicked the dirt. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a home run taken away from. Yeah. him. Yeah, it's like that's the it, only emotion he ever saw from that guy. Well, maybe and maybe that was a good thing, but maybe you know holding your emotion back that much, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's point. the way Joe D was though. He's very you know private. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of uh, the um, Nationals, I uh, have a little thing here, uh, and, and a lot of the stuff I get from like Yahoo Sports. Right, so right. It's kind of fun. Yeah, you give them credit for that. So the clubhouse culture, uh, that was apparently the uh, reason Brandon Kinsler was shipped to Chicago from the Nationals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to keep the synergy. you got to keep the uh, clubhouse happy. Yeah. Um, and guys are not robots, no matter how talented they no, are. No, they're not. It's interesting because I've been covering a lot of the A's recently, you know, working for the local radio station at night, KCBS. I go out to some of their games. The A's have been amazing. As we speak, they've won 30 or 40, and their clubhouse culture is is just terrific. And it's probably because you have so many young players in that team. You do have some some young veterans, you know, guys like Jed Lowry, um, but that are, they've been journeymen most of their lives, although he was an all-star. But the, the the way that Bob Melvin and Billy Bean, the, general, the president of baseball operations, have put together the right kind of team this year, and how it's come together, it's really sad here in the Bay Area fans. You know, they had 17,000 for a day game the other day, and this team has won 30 of 40 games, and they're yeah. tied as we speak for the wild card, for the second wild card in the American League. Yet, because of the fact that um, ownership continues to trade off all the top players in the past they have at least, um, they, you know, fans just uh, refuse to invest in them. And the, the irony is they're going to be the last team standing because the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas in a couple of years, and the Warriors are going to go across the bay, and it's going to be a much different situation playing in a, uh, a very fancy new arena in San Francisco, yeah. and their ticket prices are going to go through the roof, but they'll, they'll sell out every game. So, you know, Oakland's going to have just the A's. The, the problem is ownership. It all comes down to ownership, and I'm not impressed with uh, – the A's ownership at all. I, I give them credit for for not moving the team. But there's no there's no place for them to move to anyway. Where would they go? And baseball doesn't want to move them, so you know they're stuck in Oakland. I mean, those uh, stadiums are very expensive. They're not only very expensive, but now they're being basically put together with private money. The Giants kind of set the tone for that, and other cities are doing that as well. And you know, in this day and age with shrinking resources, yeah. nobody's going to pay a billion dollars. Well, I shouldn't say that Las Vegas did, but yeah. it's a different situation. You know? No, but I mean, it all comes down to dollars and cents. Yeah. I mean, no, can, it's, can they recoup it? Uh, and a city would it's only a business. do it if they could recoup it. But I guess there's been too many bad experiences with, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I think here in the Bay Area, we just have a limited amount of, of land, and and building a stadium with public money is not something that the people are going to do. The Levi Stadium, you know, even yeah. though it was partially funded by the public, it's mostly a private uh, interest, as is certainly Pac Bell, or now it's called AT and T. Yeah. All right. Here's our second trivia <clears throat> question: What boxer holds the record for the most career knockouts? 
Ah, uh, I know that one. You I'm pretty know, sure. I'm pretty sure really? I know that one. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Really? Okay. Pretty sure. All right. I'll, yeah, be, yeah. I'll be impressed. Yeah, I think I, I know that one. Okay. Okay. I mean, it'll be a boxer you've, you've heard of. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, email edward at sportsecon101.com. See if you know the answer to that question. What boxer holds the record for the most career knockouts? Don't touch that down. We're going to be right back. someone is searching your name or business online, what will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown along with Bruce McGowan. Second trivia question. What boxer holds the record for the most career knockouts? It's got to be. Well, I know Rocky Marciano was never defeated. I think it's Marciano. It might be Joe Lewis. It could be Jack Johnson, but I'm going to go with Marciano. 
It's none of those guys. No, who is it? No. Okay, so who is? And I, if I, it's got to be somebody who's not a heavyweight, then, right? Uh, well, actually, I, okay, so I, I. Oh, it's going way back to the nineteenth no, 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 century. No, 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 it's not. Jim um, Jeffries or no, you know, no, 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 no. gentleman or Jim Corbett or somebody John like that. Sullivan or John Sullivan. John no, Sullivan. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Uh, it's somebody who uh, was a champion in more than one class. I remember my dad told me that. Oh, jeez. You, you know, I hate you, to, I hate to say it since about the nineteen. Mid-80s, I have just not paid much attention it's to boxing because it's so stratified, but, but so many different... Guy, okay. Okay, so it's first of all, it's 131 knockouts. That's wow. a lot of knockouts. Wow. Archie Moore. Oh, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. God. I think, I, I think he was. You know, Archie Moore, I don't know if he's... I don't think he's still alive. No, I think he passed... Like, oh, he was a great, a great boxer, yeah. yeah. Terrific yeah. boxer. My dad used to tell me that he was such a good boxer that... Uh, and I can't remember, like, let's say he was a middleweight at the time... Basically, he was such a fierce champion that nobody wanted to fight him. Yeah. So he had to put on weight to go up a class, and then he even won there. It's just I think he couldn't do anything at the heavyweight, though. He, yeah. He well, he wasn't that big a guy. You know, it's interesting. As a kid, back in the 1950s, when I was just a little boy, my parents did not buy a television set until I was about five or six years old. And I remember the, some of the first memories are watching boxing on television, which yeah. was a big deal oh, back yeah. in the late 50s. They didn't have pay-per-view. You know, they had the big matches on. And then by the 60s, when Muhammad Ali comes along, uh, there was pay-per-view, and, and, but they still had it on the radio, which was really cool. So I listened to all of Muhammad Ali's... And pay-per-view in, in the 1960s? Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't have it on television. You'd have to go to a, to a theater and watch it on closed circuit TV oh, on a big screen. That's up in, and that happened up until the early 1980s, even. Yeah. You'd pay to go into a big uh, theater, and, the, and the, 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 the image on the screen wasn't really very clear, but it was clear enough. But um, they did have the, the matches uh, on the radio. So I used to listen to the play-by-play of Ali's um, fights uh, when I was a kid, in the ni- a young you know, teenager in the 1960s, on the radio, which was terrific. Now, Howard Cosell did uh, mostly TV, but was he doing radio? No, he didn't do radio. He, he did a lot of radio commentating, but he wasn't a play-by-play announcer. Never gotcha, was. Gotcha. Yeah, no. He's terrific, terrific. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he changed the culture of... of you think about it, Howard Cosell wasn't responsible, but Monday Night Football was responsible. It was yeah. kind of that, that was the turning point for pro football. That pro football really became the number one sport in America in 1970 with the advent of Monday Night Football. Huh. And, uh, you know, it's been, I think it's finally on the decline now, yeah. finally because of all these uh, problems with the injuries, with, with the uh, head injuries. Oh, yeah. oh, no question. Yeah. It's, you know, they say that in another 15 years that 90% of it will be African American, oh. and the reason is, the toughest kids and the most, um, the, the hardest working kids and the ones who don't have as easy a way out, the poorest kids, come from the inner cities. And, you know, it's the same with boxing. Well, and they like just happen. I mean, they, well, that's yeah. a little different. At basketball, you've got a lot of internet. It's being played in every country virtually now. Yeah. So you have about 10% of the NBA now, maybe not quite 10%, but close to it is foreign. And it's uh, Dwayne Wade, by the way, uh, 36 years old. He's mulling over retirement. His son apparently is. Um, a young phenom, but Dwayne Wade is being offered thirty-five million for, I think, or twenty-five million for three years to go play in China, and he's mulling that over. He may go over to China. China's big uh, in pro basketball. Australia, you mentioned, yeah. I think, at the top of the. Isn't there a player? Uh, I was going to say, we're going to turn. So we'll, we'll get into that. In yeah, yeah. I, one one thing, and this is, I, I know this is a little bit political, but no, no, it's I'm okay. Sort of a question here. Yeah. So when the Warriors won, mm-hmm. um, when when they won, when Obama was in. Right. They all went. Right. When that when Trump was in, none of them went. Right. Okay. Now, I have sort of an interesting question here. What would happen if one of the players 
you know, either A, d- didn't said, you know what, I don't agree with Obama, right. and so I don't want to go. Right. Or, or, I, or I, I don't think we should go. I don't think you'd have right. that problem in the NBA. I, I, I really don't. Um, no, I think the, I, I'm just saying, I think that, again, again I'm, I'm just speaking as somebody who covers the NBA. Most of the players who play in the NBA are African-American, and most African-Americans, generally speaking, 90%, probably more, are not big fans of the Republican Party or well, Donald but, Trump. But, they went to, but I'm right. not saying that right. means that they should boycott the White House. It's just yeah. that Trump has made so many statements that are so yeah. inflammatory that people just don't want to be associated yeah. with him. He's toxic right now okay. to a lot of people. Not not his, not his base, but a lot of other, you know, the yeah, majority majority of Americans feel that way. And, and, and I, uh, you know, again, what if there were some players who basically said, gosh, this is my one chance to, like, go to well, the White House. Well, the, the NHL Washington Nationals did go to the White House, didn't well, they? That, uh, but the, well, the New England like, Patriots, how many of their players went? I think, I don't even know if they did go. I think a few of them went, but I'm not sure. Well, um, he's always had a thing against them because of the USFL. <laughs> well, no, actually, he and Robert Kraft are buddies, you know, yeah. from what I I'm not buddies, but they they know each know, other. He, he had a big lawsuit against the uh, Oh, yeah, USFL. he was he's a blowhard. I told you I interviewed Donald Trump 35 years ago in 1983 when he was uh, pushing the USFL, and he said, we're going to drive the NFL. Uh, he didn't say we're going to drive them out of business. We're going to give them a run for their money, and they didn't. It was a joke. You know, they played three years in the summertime. They did get some good players, Herschel Walker, but Herschel Walker, unfortunately, Steve, ne- Young. Steve Young, but he, you know, came over to the 49ers, and Herschel Walker eventually joined the NFL and was never quite, you know, a great athlete, maybe the best athlete next to Bo Jackson ever done a uniform, but they just, they didn't have enough, uh, they didn't have enough players, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. they're going up against Wall Street, it's, you know, the NFL is, you can't take on the NFL. You just can't. No, I mean, I in mean, terms of, of being a, com- a competitive league, you no, just can't. No, and that's what's kind of cool about arena football is that yeah. it, they haven't necessarily tried to compete against That's them. right. And it's a, it's it's a totally different game. Different. It's a different, different game. game. Yeah, yeah, totally different game. I love game. the way the, the wide receivers get uh, get to run for about five or ten yards before the snap. Right. You know, it's just kind of neat. Kind well, of and they probably don't have nearly as many injuries, too, because of the yeah. small area and the fewer number of players, so there's not yeah. as much room to build up a lot of speed to hit people. That's where you get all these, yeah. a lot of the injuries. I mean, the big ones, the head injuries. And I'm not talking about the broken legs or the twisted knees yeah, or the shoulders. You still get that. Yeah. But the, the head injuries, as we know, are the ones that are damaging. So let, let's go to, uh, we were talking about this um, rising star, right. Jock Landau, okay. Landale, Landale. Uh, turned down NBA offers for job security. He played four years at a U.S. college and signed with a Serbian club, knocking back offers from the Jazz, Hornets, and Bucks. His, he basically said, if I didn't make the full-time roster and get a guaranteed contract, I would have to play in the G League for the full year. Yeah. By the way, why did they change it from the D? To the oh, it's, I think it's Gatorade is the sponsor. I don't know. It uh, probably has to do with sponsorship. I thought it was more like, you know, uh, ooh, D doesn't sound good. <laughs> I, no, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know. Well, you know, I can understand. I mean, you only have a certain amount of years that you can play a sport, and if you're going to be sitting on the bench, nobody wants to sit on the bench. Wouldn't you rather play, even if it's an inferior league, every day, make reasonably good money, then be a bench warmer and play in the best league okay. and not get a chance to play ever. Well, I would. For for me personally, um, 
I would rather uh, sit on the bench because tickets are so expensive. I get the best seat in the house for watching. <laughs> well, here, I'll make a I'll make a parallel here. I work in broadcasting. I've worked in broadcasting forty two years. Let's say I had an opportunity to go to ESPN and work there and make a good salary, but I was just one of the sort of people behind the scenes. You know, an important job. Yeah. Or I could stay in San Francisco, my hometown, and keep working as a broadcaster on the air and make you know a little less money. Considerably less money, but have a lot more fun. Cover the local teams and do what I wanted to do, and not have to be a part of a bigger um, concern. Unless you thought that that was a good entry point to be able. To yeah, well, I did, see. I did that right. back in the day. I yeah. I had my shot at New York. I got to work in New York for a radio network, and it was the best thing that ever happened because it allowed me to come back to the Bay Area and pick up here. And um, but yeah, you, I think you like the Bay Area. Well, I grew up here. <laughs> Come on, you grew up here. I grew up with the teams. This is the most beautiful part of the country. I've lived all over. I haven't lived all over the country, yeah, but, but I've, I've lived the- in the Northwest. I've lived in, in Denver. I've lived in New York. I've lived in Portland. I've visited vir- virtually every. The only cities I haven't visited, major cities, yeah. are Orlando, Nashville, and Indianapolis, and Pittsburgh. You never went to uh, Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> Not into the amusement parks. All, and when I was a kid, I, I went yeah, to but, Disneyland. But, but, but the Bay Area, I mean, we have all these, these mountains, you know? Well, we have, we have coastal have mountains. mountains. You have coastal mountains. mountains. You've got the Sierra Nevada. You've got the oceans. You've got the wine country. Too much you've got, water. Too much water. Yeah, other, unfortunately, now we have 7 million people here, and it's, the traffic is horrible. But that's because the economy is going so good. The tech industry has been a everybody. It's been a curse, and it's been a it's been a blessing. Yeah. Uh, more people are employed than ever, young people especially. But it's created a, a nightmare for traffic. I was going to the A's game yesterday, an afternoon game, and I got there a reasonable amount of time. But it took me forty five minutes to come fifteen miles from Oakland to downtown San Francisco to my job after covering the A's game and doing you know the I had plenty of time to do it. But that was actually reasonable. Forty five minutes. I'm telling you, get a scooter. No, you can't do that on the freeways. I have to take the freeways. That's what I take the scooter. I'm not in no, no chance. No. I you know I drove a bicycle for a while around Manhattan when I lived in New York. I, I didn't have a car. I got rid of it right away. And I became like one of those kamikaze guys that cuts in and out of traffic. And I'm telling you, I had my helmet on, but that's dangerous. Well, you got to be careful. I mean, yeah. like I don't, I, I, I just don't, I don't feel. I mean, I mean I'm, it's dangerous enough being in a car, but at least in a car you have a seatbelt, you have airbags, you've got you know metal and glass around you. You don't have anything around you when you're on a, on a bike. And you know how many people are out there that are not paying attention, that are on their cell phones, that are texting, that are unfortunately probably on medication or even worse. <laughs> That's Seriously, why, there's a fair I, amount. That's why I wear an orange helmet so that it, people can see me. Well, and with all that glass around, I got nothing. See, that's what you're I'm a brave about. man. That's all I'll tell you. See, but, people tell me I'm nuts to go out and surf because there's sharks in the water. I've been surfing for forty years. I've seen one shark. And you how know? close was it? I was on the. I was on the. Uh, I'd come out of the water and I saw this fin. You know, four hundred yards out. So that's how close it was. Four hundred yards. Yeah, I got pretty good vision. I'm watching, yeah. Wow. I mean, no, I'm saying that's really far away. Well, that's about 1,200 feet, yeah. If you, I mean, I, if, you, if you go out and spend a lot of time in the ocean, you, you can recognize things at a distance. I got 20-20 vision, and, um, you know. Yeah, that's the, not even close. Well, that's sharks don't, uh, here's the deal, and again, I don't want to get into a, okay. a thing about this. Shark, white sharks are, are prevalent in Northern California uh, in our waters, but our waters around the Bay Area to the north and south are, believe it or not, with even with all the, Boat traffic that comes through are, are as clean as any waters anywhere. The fisheries are very healthy. And so the sharks have plenty to eat. And I hate to say this, they sometimes eat each other. 
And white okay. sharks are a very rare form. They're very just one of maybe 26 type of sharks that live in the Bay Area, and they're the only ones that are known to attack people here in this area. And they don't, and they're only doing it because they are like they mistaken you for. Well, yeah, they don't know. They think you're a sea lion, or yeah. their vision isn't very good. But they're they're the closest thing that you can find to something that has come from prehistoric times. I mean, they've been around forever. Yeah. And, um, you know, sharks are amazing critters. They, they really are. They're very, the, the, the white sharks are very solitary, though. And uh, up until about four years ago, nobody really knew about their habits. What, where did they migrate to? Well, they started tagging them, and they found out that right. between um, April and September, they do, most of them do come back to the Bay Area uh, when the water is warmer and there's a lot more, maybe the fish, maybe the fishing is better. But in the wintertime, about half of them go out to a place between halfway between uh, the Bay Area and Hawaii, and they disappear into the depths, and that's probably where they procreate. And they've been able to tag these sharks. They put tags on them. You know, um, people that stay, ichthyologists are amazing. Uh, just like all scientists, their the sophistication has gotten incredible. Yeah, I thought. And wasn't there like some suit that people were wearing, a uh, wetsuit that was like almost like a, a snake or something? Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a kind of a suit that you can wear. It looks sort of like a, a zebra suit yeah. uh, that confuses a shark. And apparently uh, some people who do like to surf in places where there are tiger sharks who are very aggressive, smaller sharks than white sharks, um, you know, wear these things. And apparently sharks get confused and will not uh, will not attack. They put oh, them in. Okay. They've they've tested them in in uh, waters, you know. With yeah, yeah that's it's pretty amazing. Get, you no, I, you, you know, I'm. Okay. <laughs> they're gonna get me. They're gonna get me. You know, <laughs> I'm spamming a wet. I'm spamming a wetsuit out there because I'm body surfing. I don't even have a board between me. The one. Holy smokes! It's the best thing in the world, though. It, it calms me down. Listen to how hyper I am right now. See, I need to go out there right now. <laughs> okay, we're gonna finish up really fast. Okay. Okay. What is the record for the fastest hat trick in NHL history? Ooh, All good, right. good one. All right, don't touch that dial. Sports one. <laughs> we'll be right back with sure. some closing comments. Ooh. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client. 
client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here is our last trivia question. What is the record for the fastest hat trick in NHL history? I'm guessing it's something like three to four minutes. No, 21 seconds. What? <laughs> I'm, How? I'm guessing that uh, it was, uh, okay, 1952, okay. Bill Mosinko uh, against the New York Rangers. I'm wondering how many Rangers were on the ice at the time. That's crazy. What, two? <laughs> that is nuts. 21, 21 seconds? seconds? I mean, wow. seconds. I mean, you got some lousy players on the Rangers. <laughs> or just point. some crazy, a crazy situation. I, I three minutes would be very fast. I well, would that would be, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, nowadays, I mean, I, I don't know how I, I think I still think hockey, you know, if I grew up with it, like I said before, and I didn't, but I became a convert when I went to the University of Denver, which has a great program. I didn't go to a game until I was 18. I still think it's the best sport to watch in person because just the, the speed and the subtleties of the game, you know, and the, and the line shifts, you know, you have guys coming in every four or five minutes, a new yeah. group comes in, the energy level is high. Have you have you ever been, like, down? Near oh, yeah, yeah. I actually uh, went on the ice. I'm not a bad ice skater, but I actually played in a couple of rec games as a goalie. That was the only position I could play, and that is scary. When oh, guys are flying, I mean, I caught a few pucks, but I was yeah. just blinked my, yeah. But most of the time, they, they've shot it right past me. I was about 18, 19. This is when I was going to school, playing in a little rec league, and I, I was way over my Head. And that and that mitt doesn't seem like it would really protect that much. It's big, but it, but it looks. Well, like yeah, it's these guys now they start playing it when they're four, five, six years old. They know how to use it. It's like baseball. People who don't play yeah. baseball, how do you catch the ball? How do you throw the ball? How do you hit the ball? Well, you start doing it when you're five, six, seven years yeah. old. That's yeah, how you do it. Coming at you, 120 miles an hour. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I've heard about goalies having nightmares in their dreams. You know, seriously. Oh, oh I could believe that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And think about it. nobody wore a hel- <laughs> nobody wore a face mask until what uh, forty years ago. Something like that. First, yeah. first guy to wear it was like in the nineteen late sixties, early seventies. All right, here's our thoughts for the day. That's more like fifty years ago. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm getting old there, my friend. Yeah, my God. Okay, thoughts for the day. Who he, one who lacks the courage to start mm. is already finished. Good point. And to be independent of public opinion is the first formal condition of achieving anything great, said Donald Trump. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you know something? I, for all those faults, 
I give, I give him credit. He's his own man. I'm yeah. not a big fan of his. I don't like him as a president, but give him credit. He, he doesn't take but, any – he is who he is. But he didn't say that. Okay. It's a I wouldn't want to be in his administration. Let's put it that way. His, gotcha. his, poor, his poor press secretary looks like she had a bad meal. Bad meal. Yeah. Okay. Tune in next week to Sports <laughs> Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week.